that mother uh, I'm about to unfollow him. Please just put like extra sheep. <laughs> just, just liberally sprinkle uh, him. I know exactly <laughs> how I'm going to start this <laughs> podcast already. That might be my favorite recipe. Yeah, agreed. Um, I've always done. Um... Better, sorry. To oh yeah, no, no, no. You're you're totally fine. You can interrupt okay. me. Veronica can't. Oh, <laughs> Bard from interrupting me tonight. <laughs> um, oh god, that's funny. So let's see. I uh, think we can get started. My cold open is gonna be wild because I have like four of them. Well, three of them technically, but I'm gonna try to wrap it all into one. Okay. Hmm. It's Alrighty, be good. So, <laughs> with that being said, uh, five, four, three, two, and one. Hello, world, here's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Welcome back uh, to the Happy Hour podcast. It is March 29th, and guys, can we be happy that it is spring finally, right? Warm weather is coming, even though we're all northerners here, so spring's kind of a mixed bag of treats. But you know what is not a mixed bag of treats? That is the Montreal media giving some positive views about the Habs this week. I think, at least in the past few days, something like that did happen. We have evidence that did happen. That's also great. And um, because of that, you know, it's been an interesting pattern regarding the media that's uncommon. <clears throat> and because of that, well, almost because of that, but not quite uh, because of that, I'm also glad that I have such mature, level-headed partners in this podcast who are able to debate something related to hockey, even though it makes them uncomfortable. <laughs> even though sometimes, you know, we really don't know what we're talking about. So there are all, those are all of my uh, vague references to the interesting <laughs> climate that is the Montreal media. And I want to welcome everybody to this recent, uh, well, to tonight's uh, podcast. I'm David Auger at MetalDave01, and I'm joined, of course, by Veronica. Hello. Beth. Hello. And Ashley. Hi. <laughs> and uh, with that being said, man, what a what a slow week uh, for uh, Habs news. We were just talking about this before we got started, but we only had two games and yeah, we've had some news, but you know, it's always better when you have three or four games to talk about than just the two this week, especially with this one. Uh, this particular week, we're recording Thursday night. The last Habs game was on Monday night uh, against Detroit, and before that was the Washington game on Saturday. So um, I know we have a bunch of things to talk about, but do we just want to gloss over those two games really quick to start it off? I will say that it's kind of exciting that at least baseball started today too so oh yeah baseball kind of, started today everybody this this slow hockey week slash baseball starting has been maybe a nice a good little segue into the summer um although the blue jays also lost so it's kind of maybe just a continuation of this season for me but disclaimer uh <laughs> oh, well. with what ashley just said because she just threw this from left field <laughs> <laughs> that uh we are a montreal hockey fan podcast and we have some sprinklings of toronto baseball fans just to throw it out there to brace mm -hmm. everybody for the impact of that realization <laughs> sprinklings like you know home runs in the upper deck or whatever the term is are we not all blue jays fans here i don't follow baseball you're missing well, you out should. i keep pretending <laughs> not pretending <laughs> like <laughs> promising to start watching baseball because everybody seems to be having so much fun with it but i i feel like i don't have the attention span maybe it's like there are a lot of games it's double the games of hockey it's so many games i'd rather watch the lord of the rings for god's sake do you know what, can do both it's a long season that's the beauty <laughs> of baseball is you can put it on and it's on in the background you can get other stuff done and you really don't miss too much and if you're looking for something, it's always on. <laughs> always. Nice. That's the beauty That's of baseball. True. My only baseball-related thing I would have to say for tonight is that I love um, Harry Carey. I mean, uh, Will Ferrell's uh, impersonation of Harry yeah. Carey. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, 
Cubs win! Cubs win! <laughs> Just, it kills me every damn time. But uh, Do you um, know that my mom cannot stand Will Ferrell? Wow, of all the people. If he, of all the people! Like, I think that it's because um, he he gets into such sort of hijinks in his movies and, and you know, like these ridiculous accidents happen and whatever. Like, she, she can't stand to watch him because she just feels like he's so over the top. But, like, she, like if she's violent about it. Like, if he dies, <laughs> she'll, like, oh, turn that man off. Aww. The thing is, like, he does, he does get a little over the top. And you sometimes, in some of his characters, I feel a little bit secondhand embarrassment for him like oh just tone it down just a little bit and i will feel much more comfortable in this situation well this burrito is filling but i can't handle it throws the <laughs> oh so, i can't yeah. i can't so, stop doing hockey that. for me right. a little bit too much oh yeah hockey <laughs> so on march 24th the habs uh, had a tilt against the Washington Capitals that they did not do well. They didn't get a win out of it, which at this point is you know it's bad, but also good for the tank, as we all know. Um, I have very little notes that night because um, I was busy that evening drinking because it was my birthday party. <laughs> Just throwing it out Yay! there. Yay! Happy birthday! Thank Happy you. Birthday. Thank you. Everybody. Dave finally turned twenty-one. Yes. Yeah. So I got a so I got a boot, which is two liters of Hofbrau uh, at the local beer garden. Did that, and the rest of the evening was spent karaokeing at the LAX <gasps> bar on Lark Street in Albany, New York. For those of you who want to follow along directly, <laughs> it's a fun time, though. I recommend it. We we have a blast. What did you sing? I sang uh, "The Darkness." I believe in a thing called love. Oh, nice choice. And, nice. Uh, I don't I, know that song. Oh, you should look it up. It is right <laughs> oh, up my so alley. You have can to see the music video. No, you don't. <laughs> you can skip the music video, honestly. <laughs> but the music so, video is an experience. Know. Um, maybe. Well, because all I do is listen to podcasts and sport radio, sports radio. So I don't even ever know the weather or the traffic situation in my own city. Right. So I don't know what songs are called anymore. Well, the darkness are kind of the Will Ferrell of rock and roll. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Oh, hey, oh, someone just heard that. Hello. This is the Happy that Hour podcast. Who's on? Because I took oh. a nap because we were supposed to record at 9.30 instead of 8. Sorry about and that. And <laughs> I set an alarm and I forgot to turn it off because I was going to wake up in time to record. Yeah, no worries. That's helpful, though. Good. <laughs> Being awake is nice. Yeah. Yes, we are all awake here, actually. Yeah. So. We're all woke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I didn't totally... The game did not have my whole attention either on Saturday. Um, mm -hmm. So my real only comment is offside challenges need to be abolished and mm -hmm. should no longer be a thing. Um, and I blame Matt Duchesne for many things, um, <laughs> like like going to Ottawa and... For offside challenges. That's my only comment about the Saturday game. I also did not, the game also did not have my full attention because we were sort of having a, a guest for dinner that night. But I did, like, I was, did sit around, not sit around, I did sit down and, 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 and try to put my attention on it. But after that disallowed goal, it was kind of like a little bit of a, an implosion and, I sort of knew the way things were going to go that night, but um, good point. I was, there. yeah, and I was. I did try to watch, sort of towards the end, and the, there was a power play close to the end, and I thought, okay, if they don't score on this, I'm turning it off. I'm going to focus my attention on my guests, and um, then they scored, so <laughs> so I couldn't stop watching. But yeah, it was a <laughs> bit of a it was a bit of a bummer, but at the same time, of course. Losing helps right now. Yes. It's true in the end. Yeah. But I, I get what you're saying. Like the, It's kind of just so disheartening. And I feel like it happens. I'm incredibly biased, obviously. So I feel like it happens more often to the Habs than to anybody else. All these disallowed goals. Somebody, but it's just so disheartening. Yeah, somebody's keeping track of that, actually. How many, uh, how many of those goals go against the Habs? And 
wow, I, I have to really rack my brain about uh, that tweet because, you know, it was almost a week ago. It was something like <laughs> it was at least 20 occurrences where those calls being uh, disallowed goals have went against uh, the Habs where a goal has been taken away. So imagine the Habs season with 20 more goals. That would put wow. them not, well, they'd still be out of the playoff race, but it's like, you know, that's 20 goals. That's 20 points to players and all that stuff. So that's a, that's a huge margin. You know, when people are looking at trade talk, they're like, well, how many points over so many years has this guy done? How many of them are goals? Because goals ultimately win games. And, you know, that's one of the factors that goes into, of course, evaluating a player. So very, very disheartening. And uh, well, Veronica hit it on the head, whereas uh, I, from what I can recall uh, from the game, since they had it on in Albany, which I couldn't believe, um, wow. But I know the manager, so he was very nice. And um, <laughs> so I remember watching the game, and as soon as that call came back, it's like the, the game really turned around for the Habs. They were pushing, 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 and then it was like coasting uh, after that call, unfortunately. Well, like I was I saying, think... like I just it's so disheartening when you watch it. And, I mean, yes, they're professionals. Yes, it's their job, blah, 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 blah. But they're still people. And if we feel that disheartened about something we put zero effort into that was taken away... <laughs> I can only imagine, like, on top of everything else that's happened on this season, that that next defeat is just kind of like, well, what the fuck? Why are we even bothering now? Let's just yeah. toss in the towel at this point. So, right. I mean, that, well, that's it, how. If that's how I felt, I'm sure that's how they felt a little bit as well. It would have given them the lead too, right? Yeah, that would have written a different story. Oh, but yes, it was quite true. clearly offside, but. Oh, now I remember that. Ah, he was offsides. Gosh darn it. He but, was like super offside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, wasn't no, it one of the Matt ones where the... Shane was super offside. Wasn't it... Yeah. The skate <laughs> off the blue line and they just had the governor, or the GM's meeting that that is still the lay of the land. They didn't even really make a big deal of it. But while no. we're on the topic, Tampa was offside in that overtime. What? Two years ago. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> In the playoffs. Let me go through my Tonight? bag of tricks here. <laughs> I am like, never, what happened? ever going to forget that. The lightning! <laughs> um, Beth, what do you think about Washington? Did you watch the, the Saturday game? No, I was at work. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, okay. Sorry. No, nah, no biggie. So, but yeah, I guess... Um, that is the uh, Washington game. The only uh, n other note that I have is that, uh, man, people really rag on Price for letting in six goals against a team like Washington. And it's like, man, you stop six goals against a top line of, you know, uh, right, Kuznetsov, right? I think that's the right one. Um, uh, Ovechkin. Uh, and just the rest of the top two line there that I can I can't remember their names uh, right now, but you know those guys, they're scoring machines just like uh, against Penguin uh, the Penguins uh, earlier uh, last week and the week before, you know those guys can almost score at will if they get an opportunity. And I mean I know you know Price he is the player voted top the hardest goalie to score against. Mm -hmm. But it's like those are like shootouts or when the defense is actually helping them out. And that's, you know, a huge factor. I was going to say, the <gasps> My other favorite side to that is that he has small children defending in front of him. So it's not going to help his cause in any way. I don't know. I walked, like 11. I walked, <laughs> yeah, I walked past <laughs> Juleson in Syracuse once and he's a tall fellow. He was late, okay, but he looks getting like into the arena, still, like in his face. He's a, he's a he is a small child, even though he is seven feet tall. Well, it's true. Oh, seven foot tall, small child. Speaking of that, too, man, his father is a giant. Whoa, yes. That and his mustache is just like he looks like <laughs> um 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 um. It's a it's a it's an older comic. Oh my god, like um ah. Uh, the Viking. Is it Asterix or Eric or something? <laughs> Asterix? Yeah, Asterix. He looks like that guy. Oh, I know who you're talking. Yes. Or Sorry, I don't know a lot of references. Asterix. Yeah, um, Asterix. Yeah. It's either that or... Are we he... talking about Noah Juleson's dad? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a, He's a large a fellow. <laughs> um, it's either that or, for a video game reference, he reminds me of one of the dwarves in the, the Lost Vikings game. Just huge guy. And I was like, yeah. That's that's good. So we have no worries about Juleson, you know, growing up more. 
he'll probably you know grow another two inches, add another fifty pounds, and he's going to be a <laughs> monster. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Do you know what was interesting? So today, uh-huh. uh, the the Habs took their their team photo, like their oh, springtime yes. team yes. photo. That was a lot and of fun. Do you guys know who Dan Robertson is? He's the guy who calls the games on uh, TSN 690 for the radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and yeah. who I adore. And he's he really good. Was, yeah, he's so good. And so he was on the radio today and he said that it really struck him how, mu- how many players and pretty much how much salary <laughs> we have on the sidelines right now. Like, just looking at that team photo, like, you it know, going through. It was huge. <laughs> yeah, like Weber, Shaw, all the rest, and oh, it, It's like, when you stop to think about it, so, yeah, uh, Carey Price does not have the best team in the world in front of him right now. He didn't at the beginning of the season either, but now it's even, you know, less so. And we've got all these guys in there just, you know, doing their best and getting all this NHL experience, which is great. But I wanted to mention... Um, did anybody see Ovechkin's breakaway? No, no. <laughs> he fell on his face. He slipped <laughs> oh no! <laughs> he had a clear breakaway, and he was going in, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" And he just like tripped and fell down and on his face, and it was. You can Google it. I'm sure you'll find the gift somewhere. But that was, was really good on Saturday. Yes. Oh, you know, I think I remember that a little bit. Well, you know what the thing is. He saw Price and he's like, nope. Failed. <laughs> <laughs> Done. He just lost one. his legs. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, if anyone, I mean, honestly, anyone else that sees Price, that's kind of what happens regardless. So, Totally. I do think that there was two other important takeaways, though, from that team picture. Oh, there's um, a lot. I'm the- looking at it right now, and it's a gem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the first important one is um, Shea Weber's shorts front and center are yes. just <laughs> the most magnificent thing I've ever seen. On the ice, and I can't believe the medical staff for the Habs allowed him to walk on the ice with a boot and no pants. This is what I was what a it's Shea Weber. Are you going to tell him? No, we already talked I about was gonna this say, on Twitter. Man Mountain Shoes is Six months, four months. Medical staff, Wear a boot on the ice? Yes. Does this medical staff even have any degrees? Honestly, people. For, I, for all we know, they they probably brought, carted him out there on like a... His scooter. I don't know. An, yeah, his scooter. There was a yeah. carpet. I'm sure yeah. he was well yeah. taken care of. scooter on the ice, I'm not. I'm even less sure of. But <laughs> no, maybe like yeah. I was imagining them like you know how you do a cradle, like you sort of cross hands <laughs> and kind of cradle him out, and he's like sitting with his arms on either person's shoulders. That's what I was yeah. imagining. Okay, Gallagher and Paul Byron are the ones. <laughs> does does Paul Byron's shoulders look a lot broader in proportion to his head, like? Than anyone else's? Like, is that just okay. me? No, my dad and I have had this conversation. <laughs> he, he wanted a shout out, by the way. Hi, dad. Oh, hey. Uh, hi, dad. Hi, Ashley's dad. Hi, Ashley's you dad. have to text we... your daughter much more often. He's pretty yes. He's pretty hilarious, hey? Oh, um, hey, yeah. he is. <laughs> we, um, we've had many conversations about the size of Paul Byron's head, especially okay. when he's wearing his, um, his shoulder pads. Yeah. Um, but... He posted a picture on Instagram of him and his son, and Andrew Shaw posted, oh, look, same size head. No, it's not just us. (laughs) It's not just us. Other people have noticed that he has very broad shoulders. He does. He is does. the way I'll phrase that. And listen. Paul Byron, and if you're listening, I, I love you regardless. We I love you head. very I much. I also have broad shoulders, and no matter the size of your head or your shoulders, I will still post a poem every time you score. Because you're wonderful. <laughs> it probably makes so. him more aerodynamic. That's maybe why he's so fast. Yeah, yeah, I, I can, I can see that. It's a thing. Oh um, yeah, his, his head is so beautiful. His head is just oh God, situated, especially with a helmet. That when he's you know bent and you know on his breakaway, yeah, of course, it would you know break up the wind and help him along. You know, less exactly. wind resistance. So that yeah. totally makes sense. And I'm looking at the photo <laughs> right now. And somebody has to give major kudos to uh, Pacioretty's wife, um, whose name escapes me right now. But she Katya. Got... Katya. She is on the ice with heels, and not just heels, like stilettos. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I would also like 
sneakers on, and she's like, mm, "What?" Yeah, sneakers? the rest the rest of the ladies have sneakers, and she's like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, not today." Good for her. <laughs> and she's got three kids. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Enzo, Good for her. Max Junior, and the other one. <laughs> what is the new baby's name? He's not um, even that new anymore. He has oh, a bigger head actually than Byron. Another thing to say, I was gonna say that I had it was really, really important too, and very relevant. But um, Max and Carrie's new haircuts are awesome. That was it. Oh they yeah. Got, okay, so I, oh, those do look similar too. I <laughs> thought, went together. Oh my god. I thought Max was placanics, and I just didn't even. It was like didn't even like register that he is not in the team photo. I was like, oh, there's Plucky. Okay. And then somebody else said something about his haircut, so I had to look at it, and I was like. Uh, oh, oh, and I have something important to say <laughs> as well. Um, for those that are curious, um, Alice Hemsky is <laughs> third row from the bottom, second player from the right. He's between uh, Mike Riley and uh, Logan Shaw. That's Alice Hemsky. <laughs> Diagonally down to the left from No Jolson. <laughs> yes. Also, like, like um, honestly, the third son this, is James. This- Sorry. Oh. Yeah, I just googled that too. Jen. This oh. picture is like playing a game of guess who, though. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it really is. It is. Who are any of these faces? Like, mm-hmm. these people? Um, I did recognize Brett Lernout. Yes, he is <laughs> not hard. Oh, he is formidable. <laughs> oh, um, and never mind Ben. Ben just doesn't look like he's having a fun time at all. He's concentrating on growing his beard out before the flash goes off. <laughs> he's like, I have to get my beard bigger than Lernout's. <laughs> that's all I'm focused on at this point in time. And then the thing that I wanted to mention is that in the family uh, picture with all the ladies and all the um, all the children is that man. I mentioned this before, before, but Alsner, man, what a ladies guy because they're all congregated around him <laughs> for whatever reason. I don't think I saw that. He's a um, family one. I was a little bit out of touch today, so mm. that's okay. It's My fair. only other comment about the photos was um, how much of a little peanut Mete looks like in the right smack dab. Oh my dab god! In the yeah, he is a little photo. dude. <laughs> little, <laughs> tiny little teeny. Peanut. Um, I had two things to say about the photos. The first one is that in the team photo, Niemi just looks really comfortable chilling <laughs> on the left-hand side, and it just made me think of <laughs> Ashley's comments last week. <laughs> About how Niemi seems really comfortable with the team. <laughs> and that is ex- ex- exuded in the photo. He's okay. Feels like he's leaning so, into the person next to him. I don't know who that is. I'm sorry if that offends anyone. Um, I don't know who that is. Oh, who is that? Oh, you know, I only have the fun pictures up. I don't have the serious ones. Oh, oh well. Oh, then Valiev is a- in the picture as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, that was. That was a Google moment. I'm not going to lie. No, like, me too. Who is 17? Because that's not Tori Mitchell. No. Uh-uh. Oh, I forgot about him. <laughs> um, And then my second thing was I really hope that Angela Price has a series of photos of Liv sitting on Carrie's lap when he's in full pads. <laughs> just she as she's gotten bigger. Like, just they're just hanging. She posted them on her Instagram story today. Oh, so. she did? Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Last haven't, year. I haven't been on Instagram today. So. What are you Beth, doing? I just looked back at the team photo, and Niemi's sitting beside Kirk Muller, and Kirk I'm a little Muller. bit upset you didn't know that. I'm listen. I, I'm Kirk. I'm really sorry. I I am really <laughs> listen. I'm bad at administrative people. Mm. Facial recognition. I'm having such trouble these days remembering people's names. It's really awful, and just remembering words in general. <laughs> yeah, but you're like so, the best at words among us oh, all. Yeah. <laughs> Except they they come out when I don't expect them expect them, but when I'm looking for them, I can't find them. And there was a, anyway, there was this comedian comedian one time who was saying, you know, you start to forget your words, and you're like, uh, pass me the uh shaky thing, the white shaky thing on the table, <laughs> <laughs> the shaky shaky white thing for my food. <laughs> and that's how I feel half the time. I'm looking at him, I know exactly who it is, and I can't think of the name. <laughs> oh man well anyway. you know so those are the pictures uh they're awesome well, wait 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 i have one comment about the photos did you just interrupt me about the photo <gasps> oh. uh-oh 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 i'm allowed to do that i promise to do it more <laughs> <laughs> 
I think I'm doing pretty good so far. Anyone that's not aware, <laughs> Veronica promised not to interrupt me any longer, and she said this to one of our listeners as well, so now you're breaking two promises. <laughs> okay, I'll be quiet. Anyway, what did you want to say about the picture, Veronica? Okay, so <laughs> what I wanted to say <laughs> was that when you... Okay, are you guys looking at it? I'm looking yes. at the family one. Family or family or regular? The, the team, the regular <laughs> one. <laughs> so when you zoom in to the center, front end center, you have Shay Weber and Max Pacioretty and Brendan Gallagher, all the guys with the letters on their jersey. Yes. And Shay is sitting up straight with excellent posture. <laughs> and both Brendan and Max are slouched. So that's just my mom comment. That was like the biggest thing <laughs> I that like struck me from the photo. How you go progressively like to the left from Shay to Brendan, like this just smirk just grows. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, Shay looks very serious at that picture. He's very serious. <laughs> and He's, um well that's smiling for Shay. <laughs> He's so excited. I He's ecstatic. <laughs> I had a small argument with a small um group of people that are on my hockey team and we're talking about uh, hockey team photos because you know what it was when um eric carlson and the senders took their photo carlson was like the only player on the bench with all the administrative people the coach the gm and everything and everyone was giving him hell because of it because eric carlson looked like <laughs> he didn't want to be he looked miserable anywhere mm -hmm. near there so then i was yeah. like oh yeah well that's really weird that they do that no other team just puts their captain on the bottom bench and then they're like well no dave actually and you know i got mansplained about the rest of the team photos oh great and then i look at this one and i'm like hey the alternates are with the captain on this picture. And it was just, I don't know if they're going to take another photo. That would be the super official one because they do take multiples of them, I think. And um, eventually the official official one is released. But I think they just do, and maybe I'm wrong. Somebody can totally correct me. But I think they do one at the beginning of the season. They and do. then they do the final end of season one, which yeah. is this one. And yeah, I think that's yeah. it every year. I mean, are they yeah. really going to release the picture with Shea Weber without pants on? I wish they I would. So. I mean, he is technically wearing pants in this photo. We just can't see them. <laughs> you can and see like a sliver. I don't have a horse in this race. Tattoo. I was going to say, I didn't know he had a tattoo, and I would like more I didn't either. Is that like a Maria was crest? the one looking for it earlier. I don't know. I didn't know it was there. I need more information. Yep. He's got one on his right ankle on the outside. And don't forget, he's got like that that one on his right arm as well. True. Oh, sorry, yeah. left an right ankle and left arm. Yes. Yeah. And as um, as anyone would know, more tattoos mean you're, means that you're tougher on the ice. It is a given because look at the Laurier. Jesus. <laughs> and Galchenyuk. Oh yeah, and Chucky for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. he he has more um, he has more tattoos on his arm, so it makes him more nimble on the ice with his hands. But Deloria <laughs> has them like all exactly. Sherbeck, yeah. Yes, exactly. Sherbacks are very cool. If anyone hasn't seen them, you can find them somewhere on the the Habs website to do. I think uh the most recent one was uh Nikita Sherback. They he gave like an explanation about all his tattoos, and I thought it was super interesting. He has some really interesting ones. I thought, mm -hmm. on his arms and a lot of them such. got very recently too. Yep, yep, right, yeah. So that's everything with the uh, the Habs photo, which was not in my notes to talk about tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the only um other game we have to talk about is the one against Detroit. Oh, buddy, on Hooray! Monday night. Yes. Now, uh, some context. Well, I wish we could always play the Detroit Red Wings. Oh, At I know. 82 <laughs> games a year, let's play the Detroit Red Wings because, man, they made the Habs look great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed that game. <laughs> it's, yes. um, and Niemi got a shutout. Niemi got a shutout. And further, this is something I definitely wanted to mention. We've been talking about Niemi a lot in all of our podcasts. I think in all of our podcasts, we mentioned the, the Finnish phenom. And, um,. His legend only grows all the more with the Habs because he is the Habs' choice for the Bill Masterson candidate, whoop, whoop. which is very great and very well-deserved. Um, for those that don't know what the Bill Masterson uh, trophy is, and I have, I'm have, i probably going to have to be, be corrected on this, it's a candidate uh, from 
each team picks a candidate, right? And mm -hmm. um, some board of people say, okay, this is going to be the actual candidate. But it's a, isn't it? Isn't it a? It's not a hockey award. It's a Canadian award, isn't it? Of Canadian um, athletes. It's an, it's, an NH, it's an NHL award. Oh, yeah. is it? Oh, um, across the yeah. NHL. Excuse me. And so every team nominates a player who, um, quote unquote, best exemplifies the qualities of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to ice hockey. It's a suck up award. So it's no, it's voted no it's, no it's voted on by the um, the Max hockey writers association, and it's just it just seems to be like a lot of times it's somebody who's come back from a bad injury or just someone who's just has had every reason to maybe pack it in, but then keeps going on and playing well and being a good teammate and that kind of thing. Which I mean, Niemi seems like a wonderful candidate for all of those reasons. The only other person I would think of that the Habs could nominate from this year would be um, Gallagher. Mm -hmm. That was my thought as well. Yeah, but that's coming back a... from the hand injuries. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Two, but, yeah, two earth-shattering hand injuries. One from Shea Weber, which should have taken his arm off. But that just happens. Um, He's just happy to be alive. Exactly. Yeah. At this point. Uh, have you seen them? I retweeted a picture of his hand the other day. Did you guys see that? Yes. Yeah, Who's that hand? was. Brendan Gallagher's hand. Just the scarring is incredible. And like, yeah. I have no idea he's got that much hardware in there. Oh, I didn't either. Yeah. It's basically like, a bionic hand. No, seriously. He's point. like the Terminator in that one he's scene like Luke in Terminator Skywalker. 2. Or Skywalker, I guess, as well. <laughs> There's a lot of cool people with robot hands, okay? One of them is Brandon Gallagher. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> um, but the thing with the uh, Anthony Niemi too and the uh, the Bill Masterton Award is that man, it's going to be real tough to put uh, Niemi ahead of Brian Boyle because I think he's a go ahead favorite for uh, yeah, oh yeah, from yeah. Uh, New Jersey also, he... and Brian Boyle's story being that um you know he recovered from cancer or yeah yes that yes was it. Yep. yes. The lovely also, thing about that award is that I feel like you can easily cheer for anybody that wins it because it's easy. always a deserving person. Absolutely. So. And mm -hmm. Brian Boyle is a very cool dude. About. A lot of people say I look like Brian Boyle and <laughs> really? I'm not the chin. sure about that. See, yeah, people like I have the, the same chin and his same scowl too, <laughs> apparently. Well, I always see you smiling. Aw. Yeah. So... I wouldn't know. But no, I've also I never so. seen Boyle scowl either. Well, uh, maybe it's not a scowl, but his like thousand yard stare. His resting face. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not interrupting anybody right now. Um, oh, so. <laughs> You're doing so good. Can we continue in this Gallagher vein? Oh, wait. I wanted to. Of course. Okay, fine. We can just. Yeah. Sure. No, whatever it's... you guys want to do. <laughs> Did you just throw your hands up? I was gonna say I definitely heard hands being thrown in the air. <laughs> and then, like you lean back in your chair. I I totally did that exactly. I swear to God, we, we we do all these podcasts on Skype, and sometimes we're on cam and whatnot. But what both Beth and Ashley just said totally just happened. So yeah, please. this is this is gonna be quick. It's a, so as take we all the know, all the time in the world. <laughs> it's gonna take longer if you don't stop interrupting me, Dave. <laughs> Go on. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not upset about it at all. You can't hear me smiling, but it's happening. Um, so as we all know, Gallagher got 30 goals. Oh, yes. His 30th yeah. goal. Yay. On Thursday. That's Woo. more goals than a couple other players, and we're going to mention them later. But let's continue mm, yes. to talk about Gallagher. Yes. So um, last season, I'm pretty sure it was last season, um, Gallagher came back from his second hand injury and he wasn't producing because he, he had a broken hand that he had to get bionicized and he, he didn't know how to use his hand. He didn't know anymore. how to use his hand. Yeah. Basically he was relearning how to score goal. Um, but when he did score a goal, like to me, it was a big deal because Brendan Gallagher is my favorite hockey player out of all of them. And, um, he means a lot to me. Like if I ever met him, I would probably not be able to speak etc cetera, etc cetera. so there was a lot this is before i'd met all of you and there was a lot of negativity on Habs twitter about brendan gallagher shocking and what? i wanted to bring something positive to it so i made you a twitter say. called <laughs> i made a twitter <laughs> called galley's goals 
and every time he scored a goal, I would tweet about it um, just to put some little extra oomph, like, into the into the Gallagher arena. <laughs> um, and then I did, but then I ended up not being able to keep up with it this season because he was scoring so much and I was a right. busy lady. Yeah. So it is not, it does no longer exist. If you please don't go looking for Gally's goals. Cause it's not here. Um, I did get a little bit of hate from people because they thought I was like associated with the team, even though I had a disclaimer and stuff, but people just look for things to be angry about. But, um, no, I cannot I believe people found fault with Brendan Gallagher. If there was one thing on this team that could never produce negativity, I thought it was Brendan Sunshine Gallagher. I don't know. People are just ridiculous. I can't even believe that. Wow. I can't believe it. <laughs> I, I so, just have to say, too, really quick interrupting. I'm sorry, but I did promise I would do that more. Um, <laughs> I do have to say, I met Jose Theodore once and Beth. Same. I literally didn't have words. I think I managed high and then forgot every other word that exists in the world. Yeah. Um, but I also met Brendan Gallagher a couple years ago and was able to have a fully functional conversation. Oh my God, that's and that amazing. Is maybe the most proud I've ever been of any skills I have in this world is I was actually I'm impressed able to function like a human in front of Brendan Gallagher. Like, that it's not where... my sidebar. <laughs> I don't want to marry Brendan Gallagher. It's not where, like, I... I am lusting after him. I just want to be his best friend and exactly. his biggest cheerleader, like aside from his mom, because you can't beat out his own mom. It's true. And she's it's a true. pretty cool lady. But yeah, I agree heartily with all of those things. Okay, I just, I, I stand for Brendan Gallagher. Excellent. Um, and disclaimer, <laughs> Veronica dropped from the call. Oh no. So oh, no. this something might get edited or might not get edited. I just text her because uh, I heard a dog bark and I assumed that was her. Um, so who knows what happened, but oh, no. we'll get back on track with that. We'll, you know, keep on going um, and keep talking about the, uh, the Detroit game. So yeah, uh, Brendan Gallagher, <clears throat> 30 goals on the season, two of which came in this game, which was, um, you know, very good. And as is the Habs looked very good, very good against Detroit. And, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of, uh, the plays that happened. Uh, one of the goals came from like, a a shoddy clearance, uh, from the D, uh, two players in front of Pice and they just batted in, you know, that just happens. Um, you know, I, again, I mentioned Gallo with the two goals. Um, Paul Byron. Oh, Paul yeah. Byron. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it Byron? Oh, it was yeah. 19th. His first yeah. one of the season. I mean, first one of the game. First goal of the game. Oh, yes, that's right. Oh, yeah, very good point. First goal of the game. He tied it up, I believe. Didn't he? He did, because um, yeah. uh, Gustav Nyquist scored the first goal yes. for the uh, for the uh, Red Wings. And the, they panned over the bench briefly <laughs> right after that, and the whole bench looked disappointed. They're like, no, we're <laughs> supposed to tank. Dang it, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, definitely a thing, because, I mean, this game is a bit of a battle of the tanks. Uh, the Habs and Detroit are... Pretty much, they're right next to each other in the standings. I can bring that up. I wanted to mention something about that. And, oh, damn. So, I just went to the NHL website, and Detroit is whooping Buffalo right now. It's 6-3. to three, Oh, wow. Which is fine, wow. honestly, because if they win, we get better odds in the draft. <laughs> but I'll bring that up later. Let me get back to the Detroit game. Uh, Galchenyuk with a power play goal. That was good. Um, and looking through here, the one thing, okay, <clears throat> our commentators for the live games, John Bartlett is usually our main dude. Love that guy. A hundred percent. Um, and we had the pleasure of listening to Mike Johnson doing color commentary. And I have to say, why isn't he on more? You know, I can never quite decide. Sometimes I agree with him and sometimes I'm like, what, what are you saying right now? <laughs> I I feel that way about most color guys, though, so maybe that's just my general opinion. But everybody loves Mike Johnson. I'm not a super huge fan. Oh, okay. That's okay, he's probably too. The, he's probably the lesser of all the evils, but I'm not a huge fan of his. Well, you know, color guys have to go after both the good and the bad uh, with the play while, you know, our main dude just uh, pretty much talks about what's going on on the ice. But I, for one, really enjoy Mike Johnson's takes on things, but... Ashley does not, and that's okay, I suppose. <laughs> that's okay. Everybody has their own opinions. 
weird. I cannot tell any of them apart ever except for Bob Cole. Like <laughs> I just like all the admin for the for the team, all the commentators, I have no idea. I know the I don't like uh Don Cherry, but he's also not he's he's not color. He's just at the desk. But um all of the other like the color commentators um I have no idea who they are. And some of them I'm like, okay, th- I can tolerate this. And other ones I'm just like, I'm just going to mute you. And just I, find, I find my biggest problem with them all is there's a lot of former Bruins. Oh, interesting. Oh, I never thought of that. That upsets me. But yeah. What a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> oh, well. So, oh, you know what was weird about the Detroit game? That whole thing with Houdon and... um. Gosh, if I can remember which uh, Red Wing player it was, the one where Houdon got ejected for the last five minutes of the game, I thought that was such a odd yeah. call because I didn't think he instigated that at all. Uh, pretty much what happened is that the Well, call... he was getting... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just saying that... Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of uh, the play, you know, <laughs> a few days ago he now. He was getting cross-checked by somebody, like, to the back of the shoulders yeah, as the when he was down on the in the corner... I think he like hit or maybe tripped somebody on the Red Wings, and then they got down in the corner, and then whoever Houdon was with was cross-checking him. I thought I heard some one of the commentators say that they were being taken out because they just didn't want a big brawl at the end of the game. That's probably... I mean, it's a nothing game. There's but... sense in creating all that stuff. Yeah, that's true, yeah. too. That doesn't make sense. So uh, just uh, while it was unfolding, I thought that was kind of weird. And I don't recall if it ended up being just even strength for both teams or if it ended up being a four-on-four or how it should It was a four-on-four, I think. Ah, They did a four-on-four for most of the last bit. Yeah, no, no. That's okay. But, um, yeah, that was the Detroit game. Uh, That was a win for – yeah, Price was in net for that, right? Yes, I think, I think so. Man, we're on top of it. <laughs> well, it was it was a few days ago. Yeah. Let's see what I can find. Oh, because you know what, people were making a big deal because it was prices, you know, win too. Like his first one hey. since uh, coming back and, and whatnot. I oh. Gotcha. Um, it was it was Tyler. Bert, is it Bertuzzi or Bertuzzi? Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi. All Bertuzzi's are terrible. <laughs> apparently, are there more than one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. On a different. Yeah. Unfortunately. God. Sorry. Many moons ago. I'm bad at I'm bad at this. Many many moons ago. Um. Yeah. Uh, Carey Price was in was in goal. So that was a win for Pricey, and that's good. It was. It was. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So, yeah, that was the Detroit game. And um, the only other things that I have to talk about is kind of a more recent news. A lot of stuff that we kind of heard about in the past couple of days. Importantly, again, uh, this is actually a good segue about Price. Price does not want to go to the World Championship of Hockey. I thought it was, I was very surprised about this. But there are reasons. And I'll let you guys have your thoughts. And did I hear that Gallagher was it Gallagher too? Yeah, he's also not Is that going. Already a no? That yeah. also yeah. was surprised me as well. But that one surprises me more than Price. I can totally see Price not wanting to risk that at this point. There's not a need for it. Um, I'm not sure what Gallagher's reasoning is. I didn't hear anything other than he has declined to go. Should he be offered the spot? Um, but that one surprised me a little bit more. I would say. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting thing with the uh, the World Championship of Hockey. Um, that for those of you that don't know, uh, being an international tournament, kind of it's kind of like uh, the Olympics, but only hockey, and it's uh, organized by the IIHF, which is the international arm of the ho- of hockey. You know, from around the world, where the best and brightest from each country are put together and put into a tournament. And there it is. So Kerry Price and Brandon Gallagher will not be representing uh, Team Canada. Again, I was surprised about that. But um, who will might well who might be representing the United States? Alex Galchenyuk. And I will gladly watch Team USA <laughs> if Chucky gets on the ice. 
Yeah, that could be interesting. Yeah, who would his line mates be? I wonder. I don't know, but I would actually um, like to see him in an international competition and see. Yes. See what happens at this point in his career and something. That like would be that. really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, imagine him. I think... in, imagine him and Phil Kessel on a line. <laughs> well, I think Phil Kessel might be busy. <laughs> oh. But I, I. But you know what? Like it. Might, I hope not. I love him. <laughs> it might answer some questions um, that people have had about. You know, if Galchenyuk had some decent line mates, or where would Team USA put Galchenyuk? Imagine if center? they would play they him, him at on the center. <laughs> it <laughs> would just, well, it would be interesting and to see how that went. Like, it would, I don't know. I think it could answer a lot of questions that have plagued this city for eons at this point. Um, just to kind of see what that would look like. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, exactly. For all those reasons, I, I really hope to see... Uh, Galchenyuk in an international tournament with um, teammates, completely different ones too. Because yeah, just mm-hmm. trying to think of who would be on Team USA mm. for an international tournament. Um, uh, shoe in would be Math. Uh, yeah, Austin Matthews, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, he's gonna be busy for right. a little while, at least four games. Oh yes, duh, that's totally true. Again, for those <laughs> of you that don't know, this international tournament kind of overlaps the playoffs. So people that drop out of playoffs usually immediately go to this tournament just to you know get more playing time, and that's a good point. Um, but I mean, it's, that's the thing. Like I have paid zero attention to the standings this year because they haven't mattered in a very long time. Right, right. So I don't even know. I don't even know what teams are in, what teams are not at this point. Right, and there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of players to consider too. I mean, somebody that could play for Team USA is uh, Pacioretty, but um, we we haven't heard anything about that, and that's yeah. just me throwing a name out there because he could play, but nobody has said anything. I'm I know nothing. His knee is still like he has a knee injury. Yes, so I know I'm nothing. assuming that's still on the mend, and probably Absolutely. he won't. I don't. I don't feel like that'd be a good idea to risk that for a nothing kind of tournament. But right, right. I have been wrong before. Yeah. Oh, and you know, speaking about that too, is that uh, Price not going to the World Championship? Uh, he already has a gold medal from that tournament, so he he doesn't need another one. True story. So, I believe that's a that's a salient point to all this as well. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think. So aside from that, now any other Habs news aside from the world championship stuff is eluding me at the moment um i have some really exciting habs news oh what well former habs news <gasps> um again i have to give another shout out to my dad because he's the best dad in the world and me with, his, with his with his club 1909 points got me mike condon's nameplate oh. from club 1909 oh. nice and i'm a little oh. bit giddy over it every time i think about it <laughs> so Oh, that's it's awesome! Oh, on like my his, Mike Condon shrine. Yeah, his uh, his goalie like, plate, right? Or the, like his, the nameplate from the locker room. The locker room, yeah. room. awesome. That's yeah. great. Oh, I have some news. I actually probably already mentioned this on the podcast previous, but um, this weekend on the thirty first, um, Montreal Canadiens are affiliated very closely with the uh, Children's Hospital in Montreal. Uh, they actually have that other foundation that's strictly for underprivileged kids. Oh, is it just the uh, Montreal Canadiens Children's Foundation, I believe, is the name of it? Yep, Children's Foundation. Right. So um, I don't know how I heard about it, but I got an email from uh, the Canadiens organization saying, hey, we have a fundraiser that if you pitch in some cash, you know, you'll get to uh, skate around at the at the Bell Center. And I was like, oh, oh, so I immediately put some cash into that. And yeah, I got a ticket, so I'll be going there with a friend of mine on Saturday and spending the day in Montreal this weekend. That's exciting. That's awesome. And I'm jealous. And, I'll be at work. Well, that sucks. And <laughs> um, I looked up a tour because I know the team's out of town, and there's a tour right after our ice time slot. So we'll do the ice time, check out the uh, the back scenes, you know all that stuff get to check out the locker it's, room all the media it's a stuff. cool tour oh yeah i am very very excited and then we're going to find a place to eat get some get some legitimate poutine and then probably you know come back home later that evening but uh that's a full day and i cannot wait for it to happen that sounds 
awesome, Dave. I went on that Bell Center tour um, maybe almost exactly a year ago. Um, and unfortunately, the part that I got to see that you will not get to see is they were practicing the light show for the first playoff game. Oh, you're great. Last year Thanks. when we were there. <laughs> Fun. So that was, it was just kind of cool to see how much work goes on behind the scenes yeah. to make that thing happen every time they make i was gonna say every year every time they make the playoffs right it's not the 70s anymore (laughs) (sighs) yeah if only enjoy that yeah i know that i definitely will be and that's um yeah it's an incredible amount of work uh all the uh uh, the light show and the pictures that they put on the ice it's uh Mm -hmm. pretty pretty crazy like uh, when i went to the game uh in las vegas of course with las vegas it's a whole new production it was like out of this mind it was out of this world all the crap that they had going on on that on the ice and whatnot it was fun um so but it is a big weekend for the habs too they got a back-to-back saturday sunday of the easter weekend yep, um, uh, against pittsburgh and and new jersey pittsburgh and jersey oh okay so with that in mind pittsburgh and jersey actually had a game tonight that's kind of relevant and pittsburgh won it in overtime as they do as they do so i don't know it could be could be an interesting weekend it'll be interesting to see how they fare against those two teams they're notoriously bad against kind of both of them yeah so i mean and that's when they're kind of at their best so right it's a it's an interesting thing too they Uh, might surprise us they haven't fared very well against the penguins this year but they're kind of half and half against uh the devils just strictly speaking, uh, wins and losses, I believe. I think because I remember them like clobbering the Devils earlier this year. It was like five to two or something like that. That sounds nice. I don't remember. It was nice, but um, <laughs> as far as the two ga- those two games go, I don't think the Habs will be able to pull off a win with those because I made a prediction saying that the Habs were going to finish the season with a uh, seventy points. And how close am I to that right now? Double checking right now. With five games left, they have 68 points. So they have to go one and four, or I'm <laughs> going to look like an idiot. Or they could go zero, two, and two. Wait, five games left? Zero, three, and two. Right. Oh, that's so true. They don't have to win anything for you to be right. <laughs> they will, though. They're going to win them all. Thanks. They're going to win them all. Uh, I hope they don't because then they'll put them at 78 points and then they'd pick 10th in the draft. Or 13th if we get really, really unlucky. It's all possible. It is all possible. And I cited one of my greatest fears um, for the upcoming uh, draft lottery in that since the Islanders have two first-round picks (laughs) and both of those first-round picks at the moment are eligible for the draft... If they oh, get for the lottery, like, yes. If they get first overall and a top three on top of that, whew, that would be the worst thing to ever happen. Because of course, with uh, Habs fandom, uh, we are jonesing hard for John Tavares in the off season. And if JT sees that the Islanders now have a first round, first round overall and a top three overall, especially with this particular first overall probably being able to play in the NHL next year. Damn it. That would be a huge stab in the in the in the soul region of the body and I'll be very upset if that happens. I will say though, um a little bit of a shout out to Veronica since she's no longer with us at this moment in time. Yes. Um her favorite Gord Miller. Yeah. Said today, said today that if Tavares does leave the Islanders and that's a big if at this point, big I still if. think. Huge if. Um if he if he does choose to leave the Islanders that Montreal is probably the best bet to get him. And I trust Gord Miller mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very much. And so that was a kind of really cool thing to hear someone other than Darren Dreger say. <laughs> and it's actually something that Veronica tweeted about, too, in that Gord Miller is he's a national news guy. He's not like a local uh, news dude. So it was cool to uh, hear that. And, um, yeah, you just I think you just mentioned Darren Dreger because he mentioned that this morning as well, that. Um, the run, the lead person for getting Tavares may very well be the Habs, and that would be wow! What a 
what an ad that would be. What a coup that would be. He's oh. been wearing, wearing, waving the Tavares to the Habs flag for quite a while, though. So, like, I don't, I don't know how much, yeah, I don't know how much credence I want to give that anymore <laughs> because he just has been, I feel like now he's just doubling down on his statement. So it's kind of nice to hear other people kind of being like, oh, yeah, you know what? You're probably right about that. Right, right. I, I wanted to, today on Twitter, uh, Bob McKenzie, <laughs> our based Bob, Bob the Great, uh, had a little Q&A while he was at an airport, I believe, uh, just because he was bored. And I wanted to ask him, like, so what do you think about Gordon Miller talking about Tavares going to the Habs? And I didn't in the end, and nobody else did. But uh, I would like to I would like to get his two cents because his two cents are heavy. Um, so I, I also didn't ask Bob. And Bob's two cents are would be really interesting. I did how I was, however, able to get the uh, the two cents of an Islanders fan, a real live Islanders fan oh. this week. Um, for those of you one who don't would, know, I one of those would speak to you about Tavares because they yeah real, actually yes real and they had, when I ask things they had really positive things to say. Like I so for those of you who don't know, I am a bartender and I meet lots of interesting people. A lot of them are not hockey fans because there's just the part of the country they live in is not a hockey part um but i met brett who lives in wilmington north carolina i don't know how he became an islanders fan but good on him because the lord knows it's hard um even his kids are not islanders fans they're um lightning fans so what anyway a bunch of weirdos <laughs> no okay <laughs> um no no but they were really cool um brett if you're listening hello it was cool talking to you um i'm paraphrasing what you said Hi, i brett. made notes on my phone after you left after i left work so i'm paraphrasing from what i remembered if i get something correct i apologize I mean, incorrect i apologize um he said um like as far as Tavares going to the Habs, he said that he doesn't believe that um Tavares is cap is captain material for the islanders um but he's a good, solid, hardworking player that um, if he came to the Habs, he could probably, we could probably count on him for 35 goals. Um, that he would fit in really well with the team and the city, um, just in general, the whole vibe that's going on in Montreal. He thinks that nice. Tavares would just be comfortable there. And he said that he thought that the, the deal would be really interesting to see like what, what Montreal offered or ended up paying Tavares for him to come. Um, JT will want a lot of money, but he might ask for more than he's worth. But I mean, the Habs have got a lot to spend. And if um, Bergevin and crew are really um, into whatever plan that they have got, then they might be willing to, in the eyes of some people, overpay someone that they think would be really a really integral, an integral part of the the plan. Yeah, they do have a significant amount of cap space sitting there waiting to be utilized by this mythical top C that they don't have. Yeah. So I mean, I it everything points to it makes a whole lot of flipping sense. Which means it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it do- it makes a lot of sense to me, and I recognize I'm incredibly biased about that, but it'd be pretty awesome. It would be it would so be. cool. And when we say a lot of cap space, um, we're talking, let's see, for next year. I'm on cap friendly, just kind of looking at the numbers, not even doing any calculations. Uh, cap friendly says, capfriendly.com at that point says that the projected cap space for next year will be twelve and a half million. Sidney Crosby is paid eight and a half or eight point Techn- seven. I was gonna say technically eight point seven. <laughs> technically eight point seven. What now I mean Crosby, say nerd. Crosby Yeah, got I didn't that. say nerd. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now Crosby, um I mean granted. Oh I his... just got that, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave, keep talking. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. Because I got it immediately, and I just kept going. So that's cool. No, but um, I did it. now, granted, uh, Crosby's uh, contract came. Oh my God, uh, twelve years for 104 million throughout the entire duration. That was signed in 2012. 2012 had a different, uh, you know, overall cap for what's allowed by each team. So it's you can't directly compare those two things. And also, Crosby is a uh, one can argue a much you know better player than Tavares, perhaps. 
think it's safe to say. But just a, as a number one C, that's all I was using it for. And gotcha. he's not and he's not going to be as as expensive as like whatever Matthews is going to be paid and Eichel and Connor McDavid. I don't think mm-hmm. he'll fetch that kind of price tag because I mean Eichel and Connor McDavid they're in excess of ten million a year or something like yeah. that at this point, and I think that would be way too much. But the other aspect Taze and of Kane that, are at are they at ten or twelve or something like that as well? Taves and Kane. Oh really? Would they be? Um, they're up there. It's a ridiculous amount of money Chicago is paying both of those people. Ooh, Taves is ten point five, and Kane. I think Kane... is ten point five. I'm saying I'm pretty sure they're the same. Whatever Ooh, they are. Yeah. See now you say Yikes. that I would put Taveras in that wheelhouse of like Taves and Kane. Hmm, and that's in America, which has a different tax uh thing than canadian team so yeah it's a wow i mean if bergevin is evil to pull off that sort of move that would be that'd be bigger than the other move that he did (laughs) but i mean um by a by by other exponentially more crazy honestly like a ufa signing of that magnitude that's like a once every 50 years type of thing but as Veronica has pointed out, I do think that there's going to be a significant amount of courting done this offseason by Messrs. Price and Weber. Mm-hmm. Um, that that might have a not so insignificant impact. Um, you know, he knows those guys. They've played together. That's a strong core to want to, and Pacioretty even, to want to come and join and be a, an exciting part of. Druan, all those young kids that are kind of showing what they might be capable of going forward. Like, I feel like prospect wise, the end of the season has been putting on a pretty good show for any free agents that want to come for sure. See Montreal. So, I mean, it's still anybody's guess. It's still way up in the air. It's still a giant if, if he's even going to leave the Islanders, but I think there's lots of potential. Me too. And um, with that, we have uh, reached our time actually. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, Veronica had to drop off. She had to take care of uh, some things um, not podcast-related. But, uh, yeah, we finished up. We did a good job with that sudden change in roster. <laughs> Shall we end <laughs> with our Happy Habs thing of the week again? Yeah, let's uh, let's do that. Ah, that's going to be difficult, but okay. Um, it's going to be difficult. I, there was many happy things this week, I felt. I, I have a happy thing. My, I think my happy thing for this week has been... Um, Angela Price's Instagram stories today and just live in her jersey with that ponytail sticking straight up in the air and just (laughs) happy dad Carrie Price just makes me happy inside. That whole family just makes me super happy. Yeah. I I don't know. That was just wonderful. I love all those behind (laughs) the scenes, all those behind the scenes pictures of like all everybody bringing their kids and their wives and their families and that kind of thing. It just, it's a nice reminder, especially the way this season has gone. Um, the way it's ending, it's a nice reminder that these are still just people that go home to their families at night and are still just out there doing their best every game. And yes, I, I enjoy those little friendly reminders that it's just a game. We're just out there playing. We're just here. They're just out there playing. We're just here enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was my happy thing for this week. Hashtag values. Exactly. <laughs> Good family. Hashtag values. <laughs> Um, my happy thing was the seeing some of the team at, um, batting practice with the Blue oh, Jays. Oh, that's right. Nice. How and, fun was that? Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, Brett Lernout got the first home run and he, we saw him smile. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, um, I posted it on Twitter, but I set no Jolson as my lock screen because <laughs> it's just a very nice picture. It's really nice. But no, that was a lot of fun, and I'm glad that they had a good time and got to go. And then I'm guessing that they're at the game tonight, too, probably. Who knows? Maybe. One would hope. But, yeah. Um, I had to kind of scroll through uh, the Habs Twitter, because I had to remember, like, all right, what else have they not said, or have we already not talked about? Um, <laughs> And, guys, I should have mentioned this before, but the spread that was written about Alex Galchenyuk that uh, the Habs put together. Yes. The uh, Mr. Worldwide, because apparently um, Alex Galchenyuk has grown up in many, many different uh, countries uh, throughout his young life and throughout his uh, his, bludge- his uh, 
bur- uh, budgeting a hockey career as a boy. Um, it's a very cool article. You can find it on the Habs website. Uh, Habs Twitter has it, and it was released on March 28th for those that really want to check it out. But it talks about uh, really in-depth uh, Galchenyuk's uh his development as a person, number one, and as a hockey player, uh, how he can speak uh, multiple languages, uh, English, uh, Italian, and uh, uh, Russian, uh, why he has such a heavy Russian accent despite being born in, what, Minnesota or something? Mm-hmm. Like something that. like that, yeah. And it just goes into all the really interesting details. And I think that's really good because with Galchenyuk, again, uh, he has a rather tepid history with the you know, Montreal media, and uh, this really humanizes a young man whom, what, 23 years old, Galchenyuk? Mm-hmm. Something like that, and it just made a really cool story about uh, his life and his accomplishments and him being a hab. I thought it was really awesome. It was definitely really well done. Yeah, I enjoyed that one as well. Mm-hmm. I read a couple excerpts, and I had to go back and read the whole thing, oh, but yeah. it sounded like... It was really good it's from very, what everybody said on the interwebs. It's very cool. So with that, that's our happy stuff. Um, thank you for tuning in to the happy hour again. Uh, I'm Dave. That's Ashley. That's Beth. And Veronica is elsewhere. And thanks for listening, guys. Everyone thanks, have a everyone. Good one. Bye. 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 And scene.